Welcome to the Start, Scale, Succeed podcast with me, your host, Nicole Higgins, the Buy and Retail Coach, sharing tips, advice, and insight from entrepreneurs that have just launched to multi-million pound business owners. We will be discussing the challenges they faced, advice they would give, and the milestones they achieved and how they got there. Also joining me will be a broad range of experts with some tips and practical how-tos, episodes that will help your business grow and to enable you to live the life you crave. The types of experts that you'll hear from will be those that you will find beneficial as you start and scale your business, from branding and social media experts to mindset coaches and PR marketing. There will also be solo episodes from me discussing a variety of topics from sourcing to maximizing the profit in your business. True testament to starting a lean fashion business is Lee Unwin, founder of The Style Attic, based in Leeds, which, as the name suggests, did actually start in her attic in 2015 to fit around the needs of her family. Today, this Start, Scale, Succeed episode is a recording of an Instagram Live I did with Lee, and she has gone from strength to strength selling women's clothing and did eventually open a bricks and mortar store followed by her own website in 2020. It's now a true family affair with both her mom and sister involved in the business. Some of the topics we discuss are starting a business around the needs of a family, juggling a side hustle, running the business through word of mouth and Facebook in the early days, engaging customers through being authentic, honest, and truly themselves. So let's dive straight in. Thank you very much, Lee, for joining me tonight. Take us back to, I suppose, why you started and what what were the scenarios that brought you to start up the start the Style Attic? And, and what is, for those that don't know that are listening, what is yep. the Style Attic? Okay, so first up, so the Style Attic, so we are... Um, a lady well we started off as a ladies boutique so we had um a shop which i'll go into um and we are now online so we sell um ladies clothes a lot of the stuff we do is free size so we try and we're trying to um be able to sell to a broader um a broader spectrum of women um so the reason i started so way back when um in god i don't even know what year it had been i started life as a buyer so um had a really good career, really enjoying my job. I was sort of working my way up the ladder. Everything was brilliant. Starting to travel, do Far East. Everything was really exciting. Um, found out I was pregnant, which was also exciting, but also quite scary, um, mm. especially when I was I was quite a career-driven person at the time. Um, found out I was pregnant, really excited. And then Edie, who's my daughter, she's seven now, um, she actually arrived at 25 weeks, so she was ex- extremely early. Um, so that was that was a big sort of curveball for mm. us. Um, she was in hospital for a long time um, and then came out of hospital. I think she was in hospital just under six months and I was like, right, six months maternity. Right. So then did my maternity, went back to work and I just realised I was just like, I cannot juggle. I think a lot of mums can't necessarily juggle being it's not that you can't juggle but you don't want to juggle being a mum and working um and the company that i worked for at the time they wouldn't allow me to do um they basically wouldn't allow me to do a minute less than full time it was just really really inflexible at the time and i was like you know my my so edie's got um so at the time because of her prematurity she's deaf she has cochlear implants now which so she does hear now which is brilliant um, but she's got cerebral palsy, so she's now in a powered wheelchair. But at mm-hmm. the time, we were sort of, well, anyone who's had a, a small baby or even a prem baby knows that at the time, you're just like, what, what, how are things going to be for us? And I think yeah. I just, I sort of said to my employees, you know, I really need to spend um, 
more time with her anyway, the time that I'd lost on my maternity, but also she had loads of appointments. So like every week they'd be like, we'd be here, there and everywhere at all these appointments. Um, and it was just a real problem for him. And I just thought, you know what, this is not, this is not what I wanted. Um, yeah. Another so kind of company, I know, I suppose, I think, was that in around like 2014? Mm -hmm. 2015 I suppose I know companies have have become a lot more flexible and have yeah. have improved in that situation but I can imagine then it was just well sorry yeah, yeah no. it's just like it's just a non-negotiable I think the, I think the thing that upset me more is that I really enjoyed my job and um, I loved my colleagues I loved my job I felt like I was really progressing through my career and everything was sort of going the way it should and it could have continued like that had it have just they'd been a little bit more flexible I think if I'd have been a, been given a bit of leeway I probably would have worked harder because I would I felt like I had something to prove but anyway so then um so that didn't work out and it's it's absolutely fine because it sort of backed me into a bit of a corner and I thought right I don't want to stop um my career doesn't need to end just because mm -hmm. I've you know I, I've got a a baby with um, a disability and I just thought you know what I'm I'm gonna do something but I'm gonna do it for myself and for Edie and I'm gonna do it around her so she's gonna be the priority and then we're gonna work around her Um so I was like right what do I do so I'm like right I'm gonna set up a shop for myself Um at the time we didn't have um like financially I didn't have the money to to rent a shop so I was like oh I don't know I'm gonna do this um, so I basically we lived in a three um, like a terraced house at the time and we had the loft upstairs that we weren't using so I said to my partner um, luckily he's really laid back and I just said can I like start working from home and like set up a shop and I think if I'd have said that now most people would have been like yeah working from home like on a computer like yeah. online and I was and he was like yeah yeah whatever you need to do and I'm like no but I mean like put a shop in the attic and he's like I don't people will come and visit yeah people will come so and that and that is how it started so um I used my contacts through through work um and I basically set up a little shop in my attic so um it, it's not I mean obviously attics are not that big anyway um but yeah I had my rails and I had my stock and and everything was good it, it, I mean it was quite a strange arrangement so ladies we would literally put it on Facebook and um like got all my friends to share it and I was like you know the style attic it's this new place like local place and I think we tried to make it kind of um like a bit mysterious you know like oh come and see what this girl's yeah. doing in her attic um and then yeah and you so were still you still kept on your job at the time as well you were doing both is that right yeah so I handed my notice in in um I think I went back in the September and I think I had my notice in like two weeks later I think I just I just knew um, and then, yeah, because I knew that I, ne I needed to still work a little bit to squirrel, squirrel away a little bit of money, um, I set up the shop. So it was really difficult because I had this shop that I wanted to shout about, but I didn't want my boss at the time finding out what I was doing. So it was, it was like a difficult, like, I was like, I was saying to all my friends, you tell everyone, but I can't tell anyone what's going on. Um, <laughs> But that was fine. That was just to like, I think it was till the Christmas and then the, the January, it was like, I was shouting about it. Um, but yeah, people were literally and just... So how did you start? So was it, um, was it branded product? Was it you got the stuff from wholesalers? You made it yourself? What, what kind of stock was it? No, so no, I, I'm not skilled whatsoever when it comes to um, anything technical. So it's just, yeah, just wholesale basically. So used some of the context that I had um the branded side of things so we really wanted um obviously when you think oh I'm going to have a shop and it's only going to be mine and the things I want to buy rather than the you know obviously when you're a buyer you're buying for a specific business and whatever and I'm mm -hmm. like oh these brands that I could get in 
and um and no one wanted to do it yeah. basically which sounds awful but I think at the time we were I'd, you know, I could sort of talk the talk and I could walk the walk and then they'd say, oh, so, you know, so where's your shop? And I'd be like, oh, we're in Leeds. And they'd be like, oh, whereabouts in Leeds? And I'd be like, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're in my house, in my attic. And they'd be like... And they'd be like, right, okay, the phone. Right, okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, yeah. And this is like at trade shows that I'd been going to for years and I would see people I know and then they'd be like, oh, where are you now? And I'd tell them. And it was almost like I was just about to sign off this order and then they'd ask that question and I'd be like... Yeah, it's in my attic, and they'd just be like, "See ya." Yeah. <laughs> Not all of them, but and I understand why. You know, it it, it makes sense. Um, yeah, so it just it, it started off wholesale, and then um, yeah, so then we spent a few years in uh, in my attic at, at the house, and then I had another baby. So Buddy's now um, three and a half. So it was two thousand and eighteen. He was born, and we'd been talking about a, a shop, a proper shop, for a while. And um, we needed another another bedroom, basically, because obviously we'd taken one. So we were like, right, we need more space. And we wanted to move house anyway because of Edie's um, wheelchair. It wasn't great. So we were just like, right, we're going to get a shop. Um, and then at this point, it was, I suppose it was when I was like, well, I can't do all this on my own. And my mum my and my sister had already been like helping, like, so they'd helped in ways in the house um and then i think it was that next step and we were like we need a shop and i need this to be this this is something for us all now rather than just me in my house it was going to be something for all of us and how i mean you have a really engaged community and customer base don't you i've seen kind of on facebook group and you have a lot yeah. of followers there and how do you um how do you engage them and what do you do to kind of keep them interested and involved in your community um i think sorry my chair's really squeaky <laughs> i need to get a non-squeaky chair um i think i think i don't know whether it's something to do with his being a family but i think we're just really and this sounds really cheesy saying it but we're just pretty um you sort of you see what you see is what you get so we, we're just very honest and we can be a little bit silly so my sister earlier she was doing a video about this thing we're having pockets in and we just we just mess about and I think we're just sort of on the same level if that makes any sense you know we we're yeah. not trying to be this this brand that is like oh look at us you know we we just we want to sell clothes to the people like us in situations like us and um yeah, so I think that's the way. I know, like, there's the whole, you've got to be engaging and you've got to post every day. And, and we're, we're not really, we don't always follow those rules. We just try and be real, if that makes yeah, sense, yeah, without I sounding think. a little cliche. No, I know, in terms of being authentic. And so, so when you started in 2015 and then you started to scale it to that 2018, did you then, obviously, a year later, COVID happened. How did you manage through that? And COVID actually for us was a sort of being a, a blessing in disguise as such. I know a lot of small businesses have, have said that the best year they've had or the best summer they've had was that year. Um, mm -hmm. So we had the shop, we were running the shop, everything was brilliant. And then we, we talked about the thing with us is, and this is apparent because of the shop and the website, we talk about wanting to do things for a long time, but yeah. I don't. it's not that we... I think because we're a family-run business, we don't always have the time to do it. So I'm trying to work 
around my kids. My sister's got young kids. My mum has even got quite a young family still. Um, so we're just trying to do what we can around our family. And we talked for ages. We were like, we need a shop. And then we were like, we need a website. And I'm like, I don't have time to build. No, I so did you not have, so when did you have the website? When did the yeah, website so we, didn't, we didn't have, so when, when we were in the shop, we never had a website. So we we were we were posting out orders to people through facebook so we just put on facebook you know guys if you're not from around here we people had watched videos we'd be like just direct messages we'll get you details we'll post things out which mm -hmm. was amazing but then that became quite time consuming and then we were like oh like this is brilliant but i don't always have time so, you know that became you know that was a lot of work so we were like we need a website let's just streamline it um and then covid and then we were like oh yeah um our shop shut and <laughs> we definitely need a website now so luckily we'd sort of had something in the pipeline so two um amazing girls who i used to work with um back in the day they um they basically build websites so they would i'd have been having meetings with them but i was sort of just slowly doing it when i could and then i phoned them and i was like yeah we need a website now and they were like yeah, yeah. Let's get that um, so we built, well, I say we, they built that within, I think, maybe a couple of weeks. And we launched the website on the 1st of May 2020, it'll have been. Um, and that month was just insane. Like, I don't know whether it's because we'd had a break, so customers had had a bit of a, there'd been a gap, and then obviously yeah. shop, shops were closed and everything. Yeah, and May 2020 was just crazy. And you said early, early to me, earlier to me today that you have just what have you just celebrated or achieved yes yeah, so it was amazing so i was just looking earlier before this and we have now had one million um not orders <laughs> not that many we've now had one million um sessions so basically we've had one million um people looking on the website so it that was like i saw it just came up we're on shopify and it just came up and it just said congratulations on your one millionth session and I'm like oh my god what does that mean so I was like wow that's amazing so we were really like that's yeah. fantastic in a year yeah. and a half yeah yeah that's really really amazing and yeah. what what do you think I mean it's been quite an organic and gradual process hasn't it um from setting it up in the attic yeah. to then yeah, going to shop and now going online what do you think would you have done anything differently looking back um honestly um the the one thing i would have done is i would have got my mum and my sister full-time a lot sooner than i did um my mum is like the shop she basically is the shop queen she just does everything with the shop everyone who comes in like they'll direct messages they're like oh my god we've met your mum she's so lovely and, and she's just made to do that job my sister's amazing in the shop as well but when it comes to the website and running things and organizing things she's just like my other half mikey like calls her the boss and she's like yeah yeah have you asked the boss and i'm like no actually i need to check with jade like she just <laughs> she's just my like absolute rock with everything well i feel like i'm getting a bit emotional <laughs> oh. um, but i would just i would have just got them a lot sooner like i had to poach my mum from my brothers and sisters basically because they were still quite young and then my sister i had to poach her from her job um but yeah other than other than getting us all together sooner um i'm glad it, i'm glad it's sort of gone at the speed it has like you can sort of you, we could have got loans and then maybe thought people say oh don't you know don't you want another shop or don't you want to do this and that and 
it, it's your time as well like because the reason we did it was well the reason I did it was to be able to spend time with my family I thought I don't want to take do so much that it takes me away from my family because then it's you know what was the point yeah. of doing it in the first place and there's a couple of comments that have come through and saying I love my Tuesday style attic fix or there's some other people that talk about their lives yeah so we it's just naturally evolved into being a Tuesday so we we get new stock every week like as well like I suppose a lot of retailers do and um, but we just made Tuesday our little thing where we do a video so we put a video on Facebook me and Jade will like dress up and not dress up but yeah. get dressed you know <laughs> not fancy yeah. dress but you know we'll be dressing up and trying all the stuff on um yeah and like i'd probably say maybe a year two years ago we just made it this thing on a tuesday and then it's been amazing because like we'll see people in the supermarket and you know people who we, who we don't know and they'll be like it's tuesday today i can't wait to see you and i'm like oh, oh. That's, that's amazing so yeah i think the tuesday thing is just that's sort of become our little thing um so hopefully the, there'll actually be a video on facebook at the minute so there might even be some people watching it now <laughs> <laughs> and um what would you say were your main, I mean, I know that you've grown it quite organically, but what would you say were your main challenges starting and, and scaling the business to what it is now? Um, I think definitely the challenge is being taken seriously and having that credibility. Um, I think at the time, like I was saying, to start something in your house all those years ago, it, people were a bit like, oh, that's maybe a bit weird. I think maybe now, with COVID and everyone, you know, a lot of people are working for themselves and start and like working from home and things. But I think at the time that was one of the main challenges because I was just a bit like, but I'll be able to sell the stock, you know, I will be able to sell it and I will be able to buy more from you, but please just, you know, can you please sell to me? And they'd be like, no, sorry, not. Um, so I think that was one of the things. Um, and again, like having the time and and juggling the motherhood and, the work life, you know, getting the work life balance right. I think that I feel is always, oh, I like still a struggle now. Like the start of the week, I work until really late on an evening. But then, I mean, I'm happy to do it because I think, and then I've got the back end of the week where my little boy's not in nursery and I can just be the mum, you know, be a mum yeah. rather than having to be a mum and work literally within the same day. I can sort of try and separate them. To an extent, obviously. <laughs> and where would you like to see the style attic in like two to three years' time? Um, do, do you know, it sounds really like, I don't want to sound like I'm not um, driven because I do think I'm driven, but even if we were exactly where we are now, I would just be so happy. You know, we've got, as customers are brilliant, you know, the same customers. I, I want to make sure, um, like my mum and my sister, like, so now there's like my mum, me there's my two sisters there's my auntie there's my cousin um there's my other my mum's cousin there's my mum's auntie like there's all of us and we're, we all sort of pitching together and they don't all work full-time but you know they work where we can um and i just think providing we're still like a family-run business i don't want it to necessarily grow to be anything where it's it's hard to just, it's hard to describe. It's not like it has to just be family, but I just think that's why it works for us internally. The bits that nobody sees, the reason it all runs really smoothly is maybe because we are a family and we all just we all just pitching where we can. Um, like the growing thing, I do want I, I want to grow, but I don't want to grow too quickly. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that we do we are looking into doing is manu. Sorry, I've got, 
because it's the only thing we work in with knitwear you've always got a hair yeah. <laughs> um we do want to um and we're sort of in the process of looking at manufacturing things for ourselves so the good thing about growing is you sell more units per style and then mm. hopefully that means we can start looking at manufacturing things that um that our competitors don't have i think that's one of the other challenges is competition obviously everyone has competition and it's just being able to stand out from a crowd and like differentiate yeah. between yourself and and others um so i think for us manufacturing our own styles that are, that are just for us i think that's that's going to be that's something that we are working on at the minute um, great so. and if there's anyone if people have questions that are um listening or watching make sure you can put them in the comments yes yeah, yeah. elastics merch claire has just put so they're looking forward to that um and, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and what tips would you give people that want to start their own business um i would say you just beware not beware be be aware that you're going to have to work really hard. Like I think some people think, not, I mean, I suppose different industries is different, but I think people might think, oh, it's just, you know, buying a bit of clothes and set the clothes are easy and it's mm -hmm. really, really hard work. I think if you if you can work hard, um, then you're already halfway there. I think knowing about social media, um, like I talked to my mum about things and she's like, oh, you do how do you do that and I'm like oh god mom if you don't know about social media now then you just you've had it because it's just the way of the world now isn't it you know that's how everything works so even if you don't know how to do it um ask someone who does go on a course like you obviously you do all the um the courses and the master classes the Wednesday one tomorrow that I'm doing yeah <laughs> I, don't do that. I didn't see your name on that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just while you've mentioned it I'll just mention it I'm doing a sourcing masterclass tomorrow so if you are looking for branded or non-branded suppliers um I will go through a whole masterclass of how you go about that what you ask them what you need to be looking for, what they're going to need from you. And it's a free masterclass that's in my bio. Um, so if you are interested in that, it's on tomorrow. It's free on Zoom. And the link is in my bio to sign up. But anyway, so, <laughs> so you were saying in terms of understanding so, about social media. Yeah, so you sort of uh, tips, social media courses, just do as many courses. I'm, they don't even have to be courses. You don't need to go anywhere. You just sit at home on your computer, you know, do courses about social media, courses about managing your money there's there are so many and not even courses podcasts there's just yeah there are so many resources out there that if you, you can just tap into them all and you can almost teach yourself all that side of things without even having to leave your bedroom um so yeah i would just say soak up everything you can um and just be prepared to work really hard <laughs> yeah i think people a lot of people like and like you did you know you want to start something so that you can spend more time with your family but the reality is you are you you're you manage your own time but you're you are working a lot you know your hours yeah, yeah. especially at the beginning you know you're doing everything you can to make it work and and you're at that stage yes. you know at the beginning when you have a limited budget that you have to do everything yourself generally you know and everything and learn all different skills from like all the hats on so you're like <laughs> you do this job this job this job and then you just you just do everything and i suppose that's how you learn to um when you were saying about the time thing i 100 percent work more hours now than i ever have done working for anyone else mm -hmm. um but you do but when, i think when you're working for yourself and like i said with family 
it sounds really cliche and cheesy, but you don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm at work. Like some days, like my other half says, you're so lucky, you get to go to work. Like my sister's my best friend, my mum's my best friend. You get to go to work with your family and you're getting, you know, you're getting paid for it. Like how lucky are you? So, and, and we are. Mm. And I think as well, you, when, it's, when it's your own business, even though you are working longer hours, it's more, you know that everything you are doing in some way will come back to you, exactly. you know, and, and your family and the people that are involved in the business. Exactly. And, and you get that immediate reward, and especially with you, because you have a shop as well as the online site, you're customer yep. facing. So, and, and you have a great, um, you know, feedback from your customers on Instagram and on Facebook that you get that connect, you have that connect right away. Whereas I think sometimes when you're working for somebody else, you don't get to see any of that. And you can be like, gosh, is anything I'm doing connecting to anyone, you know? Is there any, is there a real person? Yeah, yeah I think like videos will other. help. That's the other thing with the tip. Yeah, Say that again? <laughs> the, um, the videos really help. Sorry, uh, I was just saying videos really help with that, with that connection because you can, photos are great and obviously captions and reading about people, but I think being able to see people and see videos and see how they are and I think that really helps to like build the connection. Right. Well, I think, thank you very much, Lee. If there's nothing else, I'd say in terms of you'll be working harder than you've ever worked, but it's <laughs> yeah, exactly, really rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. And absorb as much information as you can from as many sources as you can. Exactly. And I think, like you say, it's just, it's just get to it and, and enjoy it and, yeah. and spend the time with people that you enjoy and, and doing that work. But yeah, thank you so much, Lee, for, no, uh, and I'm not far, I'm only in Huddersfield, so I'm not far from you. Oh, are you so, Huddersfield? Oh, not far at all. I know. Oh, so I need to, when I actually, but it, it turned to winter today. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I need to make my way over to you, but thank you so much for joining. This will be on uh, my page. I'm going to have to figure out how to do the collab thing and hopefully yeah, it'll be yeah. on. And I'll, I'll share it on mine, later. of course. Thanks, well, thank you very much. Bye. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks everyone thank for watching. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and would love for you to leave a review and subscribe. You can find me on Instagram at The Buyer and Retail Coach or my website, www.thebuyerandretailcoach.com. See you next week.